Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, I'd like to say a big hello to our new Coco Club members. Drumroll, please. Welcome Izzy, Luca, Logan, Esme, Caleb, Aria, Winter, Kristen, Elizabeth, and Matilda. I'd also like to wish Coco Club member Freddie a very happy birthday. He's five tomorrow. Sweet dreams, Freddie and Opus. I hope you enjoy tonight's story. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Tonight, we join Coco the koala as he sets off on another exciting adventure. This time, he pays a visit to his cousin, Kiki, and her mother who live in a faraway place called Sleepy City. During his visit, Coco sees many amazing sights and meets lots of interesting animals. He soon realises that the city isn't all that different to his beloved forest, and he feels right at home. This is Coco Goes to Sleepy City, by Gillian Rogerson. Deep in the heart of a faraway forest stood a cosy wooden cabin. Inside the cabin lived a family of koalas. The youngest member of the family was called Coco. Coco woke up extra early one sunny day and jumped out of bed. He was going on a special journey with his grandma and he was eager to start his day. He pulled on his dressing gown and dashed downstairs and into the kitchen. He thought he would be the only one who was awake so early, but his grandma was already in the kitchen preparing porridge for breakfast. When she saw Coco, she opened her arms and he ran into her warm embrace. She kissed the top of his head and said, I just couldn't sleep another minute longer. Not on such an exciting day. Coco looked up at his grandma. I couldn't sleep another minute longer either. What time are we setting off? How long will it take us to get there? Tell me what Sleepy City is like again. Coco's grandma released him from her hug and answered his questions, just as she had done the previous day and the day before that. Coco grinned and spun around in glee. He said, I can't wait to get there and see Kiki and her mum again. I haven't seen them in such a long time. I've missed them. Grandma nodded. I've missed them too, but we'll be there before you know it. And you can have a good catch up with your cousin again and I'll have a good catch-up with Kiki's mum. Right, Coco, we need to start this day with a good breakfast. Can you help me get the breakfast ready, please? 
I can hear your grandpa and parents getting up, so let's make plenty for them too. Coco helped his grandma to make breakfast. His parents and grandpa soon joined them in the kitchen, and the family sat at the table and ate their delicious porridge. A short while later, Coco stood at the front door with his coat fastened and wearing his backpack. He called out for his grandma and asked if she was ready to go yet. Here I am, grandma said as she walked towards him, carrying her overnight bag. She gave him a big, excited smile and took his paw in hers. Coco and his grandma said goodbye to the other members of the family and left the cabin. They walked along the forest path and over to the waiting area where the sleepy coach would pick them up. They were just in time because a silver coach appeared on the road ahead at that very moment. It stopped in front of the two koalas and they climbed onto it. Coco settled down in a seat next to the window and gazed out at the familiar sights of Sleepy Forest. His grandma sat next to him and gave him a little bag of fruit to munch on for the journey. The coach set off. Butterflies of excitement danced in Coco's tummy. He'd never been to Sleepy City before, but his grandma had and she'd told him lots of things about it. The city sounded like a very magical place. The coach drove them away from the forest and along a long winding road towards Sleepy City. As they travelled along, Coco began to see buildings at the side of the road with little gardens in front of them. He pressed his nose against the window to make sure he didn't miss seeing anything. Soon, larger buildings began to appear along with roads that veered off in different directions. He saw a school bus full of young animals turning down a side road towards a pastel-coloured building. Some of the animals on the bus saw Coco and waved to him. Coco grinned and waved back. With his nose still pressed against the window, Coco watched the changing landscape, and before he knew it, they had arrived at Sleepy City. The coach pulled into a large parking area and came to a stop. Coco and his grandma said thank you to the driver and alighted from the coach. The little koala turned slowly around and had his first good look at the city. There were many tall buildings that reached all the way to the sky. They were taller than the tallest tree in Sleepy Forest. Coco wondered if clouds sometimes rested on top of them. Along the pavements were a wide variety of shops, cafes and restaurants. There were food stalls on the street and the delicious aroma of cooked food 
drifted towards Coco. Animals of many species walked along the streets, and the sound of their chatter mingled with the variety of noises coming from the vehicles on the road. Coco smiled. Everything was so bright and cheerful and wonderfully noisy. There was something else, too. There was a magical feeling in the air. Coco could feel it in his fur. Hey, Coco, a familiar voice called out. Coco's cousin Kiki, a kangaroo, hopped towards him, a huge grin on her face. Her mother, Coco's auntie, walked swiftly behind her with an equally big smile on her face, too. Kiki, hi, Coco beamed at his cousin, and the two of them hugged. Coco's grandma gave Kiki a hug and said, My, you have grown so much since I last saw you. Coco's auntie gave him a hug and said, And look at you, Coco. You've grown a lot too. Coco and Kiki grinned at each other. The grown-ups always said that to them. Kiki took Coco's paw and told him she had lots to show him in the city, but they were going back to the apartment where she lived first so he could drop his backpack off. Coco nodded. He hadn't been to an apartment before and was eager to see it. Kiki hopped along the street, and it looked so much fun that Coco hopped along with her. He looked at the vehicles going past them. There was a lion driving a taxi, and a porcupine driving an open-topped red car. Coco waved to them, and the drivers waved back. Coco's grandma and auntie walked behind the youngsters and chatted about their relatives and friends. Kiki asked Coco about his coach journey and what he'd seen on the way. Coco did his best to answer her, but there was so much going on in the city that he kept forgetting what he was saying. Kiki stopped in front of a tall silver building and told Coco it was where she lived. She took him through the entrance and they went through a revolving door together. Coco thought the door was a lot of fun and once his grandma and auntie had come through it, he had three more turns going around in it. Kiki laughed and said she sometimes did that. The group headed over towards an elevator and went inside. Every new experience was exciting and magical to Coco, and he couldn't stop smiling. When he heard the low, joyful music coming from speakers inside the elevator, he broke into a dance and jigged from side to side. Kiki danced too. The elevator came to a stop, 
and the group walked out of it and along a carpeted corridor. A few moments later, they entered the apartment where Kiki and her mum lived. It was a cosy and welcoming place, and some of the furniture was similar to that in the koala's cabin. Coco went over to the big windows and looked out at the city. There were a lot of buildings, but there were also many trees and some parks too. Coco looked away from the window and went into the spare bedroom with his grandma. They quickly unpacked and had a freshen up. Then they were ready to explore the city. The group left the apartment and headed back to the streets. Kiki's mum thought the koalas might be hungry, so she took them to her favourite deli. When Coco saw the huge array of food that was on offer inside the deli, he looked up at his auntie and said he couldn't decide what to have and could she help him, please? Of course, his auntie replied. How about a eucalyptus leaf sandwich on seeded bread? I'm going to have that along with some freshly squeezed mango juice. We can get some side dishes of sliced vegetables and dips as well. Coco's little tummy rumbled at the thought of the delicious food, and he said he would have that too. Grandma and Kiki decided on the same meal. The kind-faced badger behind the counter told them to have a seat and that she would bring the meal over to them. The two koalas and the two kangaroos took a seat at an outdoor table and sat in the warm sunshine. Coco smiled softly and watched the animals of Sleepy City go by. He saw some hamsters dressed in business suits hurrying along the pavement with small briefcases in their paws. Behind them were a couple of tigers pushing prams and chatting. The cubs inside the prams peeped out, saw Coco and waved to him. Coco waved back. A group of giggling geese dressed in ballet outfits danced by. Kiki told Coco they were probably on their way to the school of dance further along the street. The food was brought to the table and the family group fell silent as they ate their scrumptious meal. Coco thought his meal was made even more special because it was his first one in Sleepy City. When Coco had finished his meal, he patted his tummy and said he couldn't eat another thing. He soon changed his mind when his auntie asked if he could manage a small portion of ice cream. He immediately said yes, he could easily manage a portion of ice cream, thank you. Kiki took Coco back into the deli 
and ordered four pots of honey ice cream topped with strawberry sprinkles. Coco and his grandma enjoyed the ice cream immensely and agreed it was the best one they'd ever had. After the ice cream treat, they headed towards one of the city's parks. Along the way, Coco asked Kiki about her life in the city. Kiki told him about her friends and her school life, her hobbies and interests. Kiki then asked Coco about his life in Sleepy Forest. Kiki had been to the forest a few times before and had met some of his friends, including Camo the Comedian and Fudge the Sloth. Coco said, All my friends are doing great, and my family too. Oh, I've been on some magical adventures recently. I haven't told you about them yet. Kiki's eyes widened, and she asked for more details. Coco told his cousin about his magical adventures and all the fun he'd had. Kiki listened without saying a word. Her eyes grew wider and wider as she heard about the amazing journeys her cousin had been on. Coco smiled at Kiki and said, Perhaps you'll have some magical adventures in Sleepy City soon. I can feel magic in the air here. Kiki hopped from side to side in joy and said, Do you really think so? A magical adventure? Wow, that would be amazing. The group reached the park and went through the gates. Squirrels on skateboards and rabbits on roller skates zoomed past them and along the curved path that ran through the park. Beautiful trees lined the path, and the warm summer breeze whispered through the branches of them, causing the leaves to rustle. It was a sound Coco was familiar with, and a smile alighted on his face. He recognised all of the trees and also the plants that surrounded them. He felt like a little part of Sleepy Forest had set up home in the magical city. Kiki took her cousin over to the play area and he was surprised to see how much equipment there was to play on. Kiki asked what he would like to do first. Coco looked at the area gave her a grin, and asked if they could go on everything. His kangaroo cousin grinned back and said, Of course. She took his paw, and they ran towards the swings. Kiki's mum and Coco's grandma sat on a bench and watched the youngsters at play. The time flew by as Coco and Kiki played on all the fun equipment. More young animals joined them, and Coco soon made friends with them. Coco told Kiki he was having a wonderful time, 
Kiki said she was too, and her time in the park had been made even more special because Coco was there with her. After they'd played on every piece of play equipment, Coco and Kiki went over to the bench and joined the grown-ups. Kiki's mum produced some cartons of orange juice from her bag and gave them to the thirsty young ones. After a while, the koalas and kangaroos decided to leave the park and explore the city a little more. As they headed towards the park gates, Coco spotted some elephants playing frisbee and a group of birds having a singing lesson near a bandstand. Being a friendly koala, he waved to them and was delighted when they waved back and called out cheerful hellos. Kiki asked the koalas if they would like to visit Sleepy City Museum. They both said yes straight away. The little group walked along the busy streets and soon arrived at the museum. It was a large building with tall marble pillars that framed a wooden entrance door. Beautiful stained glass windows set into the stonework showed a variety of colourful scenes. Each one was of Sleepy City, but from a different time in history. The group went inside, and Coco was amazed at how high the ceilings were. Rays of sunlight slanted through the stained glass windows and cast colourful reflections of the historical scenes across the marble floor. Coco looked down at the colours beneath him as he slowly walked across the floor. He smiled and told Kiki he felt like he was walking through time as he stepped into one reflected image after another. Kiki said that was a lovely thought and she slowly followed in Coco's footsteps. Kiki and her mum showed their visitors around the spectacular museum. There was a lot to see, and Coco became absorbed in the wonderful exhibits and artefacts which showed how the city had started as a small area of woodland and then, over the years, had grown into a beautiful city. He smiled at some of the portraits of the early settlers. They looked very familiar to the families who lived in Sleepy Forest. When he pointed them out to his grandma, she said some of the earliest settlers had lived in Sleepy Forest for a while before setting up home in the city. They both agreed that it must have been a very exciting adventure for those early settlers. After the group had explored the museum, they headed to the cafe which was right next to the gift shop. Kiki asked her mum if she could go into the gift shop as she'd brought her pocket money 
and wanted to buy something special. Coco had brought his pocket money too and asked the same question. He was delighted when Kiki's mum said yes, they could go into the gift shop. The grown-ups took a seat at a table in the cafe and when a penguin with a notepad walked over to them, they gave their order of sliced fruit and glasses of chilled water. Kiki and Coco went into the gift shop. The shelves were full of wonderful treats to buy. Bookmarks, crayons and colouring books, scented candles, clothes and many, many toys. Kiki told Coco that she'd been to the shop before and knew what she wanted to buy. There was something special that she didn't want him to see yet. She grinned and said, I'll meet you at the counter later. She hopped over to the far side of the shop. Coco picked up a shopping basket and began to wander up and down the aisles. The shop was a treasure trove of gifts and he wasn't sure what to buy. He wandered a little further and came across items that would be perfect for his family. He chose some wooden knitting needles for his dad, which had carved koalas on the ends of them, a tube of ukulele-shaped sweets for his granddad, a box of eucalyptus tea for his grandma, and, because his mum loved reading so much, he decided on a sparkling silver bookmark, which had a little picture of Sleepy City on it. He bought another bookmark for his auntie, because she loved reading too. Coco wanted to buy one more thing. He looked around the shop, and his gaze alighted on the ideal item. He looked left and right, to see if Kiki was nearby. He was relieved to see she was standing at the counter with her back to him. Coco hurried over to the ideal item, picked the right size and put it in his basket. He held the basket behind his back and walked over to the counter. Kiki was waiting for him with a paper bag in her hand. Coco said, Could you close your eyes, please? I've got a surprise for you, and I don't want you to see it. Kiki dutifully closed her eyes. Coco quickly paid for the items using his pocket money. The shop assistant, a young gorilla, put them in a paper bag and wished Coco a great day. Thank you. I hope you have a great day too, Coco replied with a big smile. Coco and Kiki joined the grown-ups at the table. Coco gave the bookmark to his auntie and the box of tea to his grandma to say thank you for such a wonderful day. 
His auntie and grandma smiled and said he really shouldn't have, but they were delighted with their gifts. Coco told Kiki he'd bought her a present. She chuckled and said she'd bought something for him too. They exchanged bags and took out the gifts. When the little kangaroo and the koala saw what the other one had bought for them, they burst into laughter. They had each bought identical t-shirts, which had pictures of the sun setting over Sleepy City on them. Coco and Kiki put their t-shirts on and smiled at each other. Coco put his paw over his mouth to cover up a yawn. Exploring the lovely city had made him tired. Kiki yawned too, and so did the grown-ups. Kiki's mum said it was time they headed back to the apartment. Everyone agreed. As they were all so tired, Kiki's mum hailed a taxi, and the four sleepy animals climbed into it and were taken back to the apartment building. The tired animals returned to the apartment, put their bags down and flopped onto the sofa. Kiki's mum turned on the table lamps and the living room was filled with a soft, cosy glow. Kiki's mum said she was too tired to cook and after asking everyone what they would like to eat, she ordered a takeaway. Coco thought that a takeaway sounded like a most magical way to have hot, delicious food delivered right to your door. Whilst he waited for the food to be delivered, Coco had a soothing bubble bath in one of the bathrooms. His auntie used the same lavender bubble bath that his mum used, and as he lay in the scented water, the familiar fragrance made Coco feel all happy inside and right at home. After his bath, Coco got into his soft, fleecy pyjamas and joined the others who were sitting on the large, comfy sofa in front of the fire. The dancing flames of the fire crackled quietly and mingled with the soft chatter coming from his family. A few moments later, the food arrived. Coco went to the door with his auntie, and collected some warm boxes from the smiling wombat who was delivering them. The wombat wished them a good evening. Coco smiled at the wombat and replied, Thank you. I think I will have a good evening. I've already had an amazing day. Good night.
I hope you have wonderful dreams. The wombat smiled at the little koala and walked away. The meal was eaten right out of the boxes, something which delighted Coco to no end, and he couldn't stop smiling. Coco and Kiki didn't manage to eat all of their food because they were too tired. Kiki's mum said it didn't matter and that she would put the leftovers in the fridge for the following day. Coco glanced towards the huge windows at the front of the room with a faraway look in his eyes. His grandma knew he was thinking about their cosy cabin back in Sleepy Forest. She took Coco by the paw and led him over to the window. They looked out at the big city. Twinkling lights filled the windows of the city and flowed from the street lamps. It gave the city an enchanted feeling. A faint rumble of traffic could be heard. It had a soft, melodic sound, as though it was the city's lullaby. Coco yawned and leaned against his grandma. She picked him up, and Coco put his arms around her neck. His eyes felt so very tired and heavy. His grandma said, Look at the sky, Coco. Can you see the moon and the stars? The same moon and stars are shining down on Sleepy Forest. I think your parents and grandpa might be looking at the night sky right now and thinking about us. Coco smiled at the heartwarming thought. He gazed out of the window and said sleepily, Good night, sleepy forest. Sweet dreams. Ooh, he yawned again. Good night, sleepy city. Sweet dreams. He closed his eyes and rested his head on his grandma's shoulder. His grandma whispered, Would you like a bedtime story, Coco? Coco didn't answer, for he was already fast asleep and dreaming about his big adventure in Sleepy City.